everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland, and Gloria Copeland is sitting right here next to me. I want you to know. Of course. <laughs> and she pretty this morning. Praise God. Father, we thank you for this broadcast today. Thank you. We come before you with faith in our hearts, and we ask you for revelation from heaven, and we receive it in the name of the Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, and we give you all of the glory and the praise yes. in Jesus' name. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Now, let me let me talk to you here a moment about something. Mark 11, 22, have faith in God. Now, you know what you just said? You know what you just read? You know what I just said? Have faith in love. In the beginning, love created the heavens and the earth. Praise God. It We must have a renewing of our minds concerning God is love and love is God. Amen. Praise God. Now, this is one of the most vital things. I believe that when, when the Lord began to talk to me about this and deal with me about this, it, it really shook me up. I mean, it, 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 it startled me and, 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 and rattled me. I began to realize I didn't, I knew this, I preached this, but I was, I was not anywhere near as developed in this area as, as I knew I should be, that he's love. There's nothing you can do to make him love you any less. There's nothing you can do to make him love you anymore. He is love. Praise God. Now, we haven't had any trust in that love because it, love has become a slang word in the American language. I love my car. I love pizza. I love dogs and cats and all that. Well, there's no, the, the, it, no respect for it, so the word doesn't mean anything. But when you get down to the place where you know this is God and there needs to be some reverence and respect about it, get your Bibles. Let's get into this today. Praise God. Don't forget to download the notes, okay? Praise. Amen. Glory, and I'll be back in just a minute. Let's open our Bibles tonight to the book of 1 John. Look at that 16th verse. We have known. Now, that word known there is the Greek word gnosko, and it means intimate relationship with. It, it's the same word that is used to describe uh, a man knew his wife or it is used uh, and translated intercourse. It's talking about a, an intimate relationship. Amen. So we have known, uh, we, we have experienced an intimacy with, 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 with our Heavenly Father and with our Lord Jesus and with His Spirit because the moment that we, we heard the Word, faith came. Now, do you remember what happened with Mary, the mother of Jesus? The Holy Spirit came and hovered over her. The Word of God, literally, the, the Word became flesh. One translation said, the Word took upon itself flesh and dwelt among us. 
that Word of God was the sperm, the seed, the sower soweth the Word. Huh? That was the seed, and the Holy Spirit hovered over this young girl, and there was conceived in her a holy, holy, holy thing. Amen. Amen. We were born again, not of corruptible seed, oh, but incorruptible. The seed of our new birth was exactly the same incorruptible seed that, that brought Jesus into this world. Exactly the same. They're not, there's no difference in them. They're, 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 one's not big and the other one little. No, 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 no. It's exactly the same word. He was born from above. We're born from above. And when you heard that word and faith came, oh, my, 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 the same Holy Spirit hovered over your physical body and inside your spirit, a holy new creature was born. That was the gnosko moment. That was the intimate moment between you and Jesus. Most of us didn't, didn't realize that that's what it was. But the more that we think about it, particularly when you, you, you stop and think uh, what we can read right there in, in the Bible, he died for the ungodly. Well, I qualified. So did you. And in a moment's time, we were made the righteousness of God. We didn't realize just how really what, what a, a holy moment that was. But for a moment there, there was a very intimate thing that took place between you and the Holy Spirit and Jesus. Huh? Can you say amen with me? Amen. amen. But now, wait a minute. That didn't stop there. Notice, notice what else he said. We have known we have known and believed the love. But how much love and faith are you putting in that love? Have faith in God. I just said have faith in love. Whether I realized it or not, that's what I just said. Have faith in God who is love have faith, not have faith in His love, have faith in love Himself. Now, uh, let, me, let me give you an illustration now. You remember the, <laughs> the storm was raging and the boat's filling up with water 
and things are not looking good <laughs> at all. Amen. Now, what did they say to him? You remember? Don't you care that we're dying here? How dare you? But see, they didn't know who he was. But we do and say the same stupid thing. We know who he is. I'm not, I'm not talking about people out there that don't know. I'm talking about the likes of you and me. I just don't understand. Sometimes it makes me think you don't even care that the devil has strapped me with this. You better shut your nasty mouth. You're just getting in deeper and deeper and deeper. Now, now God's not going to retaliate against you, but you're just swinging the door wide open for the devil to knock your feet right where your head used to be. And just tear up your house from one end to the other. Amen. Because when you don't feel like he loves you, when you don't feel like he cares, when you don't feel anything good, that's when you better believe he's there. You better believe he loves you. You better come up against that feeling mess and come out of there and say, I'm going to tell you something, Satan. Don't you come pushing me around here and telling me Jesus don't care. Who do you think you are? Come telling me that. I love him with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and all my strength. And I'll tell you something else, Mr. Devil. He loves me with all his heart, all his soul, all his mind, and all his strength, and everything he ever has or ever did, he did for me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. And just tell your body, you just get in line. The apostle Paul said he buffeted his body. I like what Brother Hagin used to say. He'd say, I feel good and I feel fine. Body, get in line. <laughs> Isn't that good? Say it with me. I feel good. I feel fine. Body, get in line. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. We have known and believed the love that God, who is love, hath to us. God is love. He that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he who is love is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in God. Do you see what I just did? There is no fear in love. Well, of course not. God is love. There ain't no fear in God. Hey, come on, saints. What, what, what have we been thinking here? Of course there's no fear in love. But that's God who is love and his love that's on the inside of you. And if you get that love 
and stir him up and get love right up there on the top shelf, there's no place for fear to live. Perfected love casteth out fear. Why? Because fear hath torment. There's no fear in love. Perfected love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect. He hasn't, he's not developing. He's not growing in love. Now, um, 1 John 2, 5, whoso keepeth his word, in him is the love of God perfected. You're, you're right there in, in that uh, fourth chapter. Look at the 12th verse. No man hath seen God who is love at any time. If we love one another, God who is love dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. What's he talking about? It grows. You're following the New Testament process. Plant it, it'll grow. They said, increase our faith. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you plant it. Yes. You need faith, use faith, plant faith. Yes. If you need the love of God perfected in your life, start loving. Amen. Because the Word says so. Amen. Start acting on that Word and start loving the brethren. I'm talking about the ugly ones. <laughs> I'm talking about everybody. Amen. Amen. And this takes some developing. Now, I, I can share this with you right now, and I don't know, we may talk about this later, but if you wait, if you walk out of your house in the morning and you wait until somebody's rude to you, Oh, you'll love them after you repent. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, this is something you've got to get ahead of. You have to build and practice this before you ever go outside. Start loving before you ever leave the house, sweetheart. Don't wait until somebody runs out in front of you on the freeway and you dropped your cinnamon roll and poured your coffee in your lap. That ain't the time to say, uh-oh, I better love somebody right here. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you begin your day. Father, I thank you today. And when I stand praying, I forgive. If I have ought against any, I forgive. I forgive everybody today. I am a forgiver. I'm like Jesus. I, I forgive everybody. I just forgive everybody. Before you go into a restaurant, forgive everybody in there. Amen. Then you're ready for anything that happens. And you can hear the voice of God. You can hear him when he says, uh, you missed that police officer over there in, in, in that booth. Oh yeah, go over there and get his check. Don't you ever let a police officer buy his own meal. Amen, right. Amen. Amen. I'm Amen. telling you. Amen. Don't, don't, don't you ever let a, a, a soldier uh, sailor, marine, airman. Don't, don't you ever let them buy their own meals? Uh-uh. Praise God. Well, brother, come and I, don't start whining. 
This is who we are. We're born of love. And now when we believe the love, it begins to grow. You're exercising faith in that love who is God. But you've made a transfer and a renewing in your mind that is extremely important. And you've switched places with the nondescript word God with the very powerful word love. Amen. Amen. And it gets really, really personal, really, really quick. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I get so excited about this. I want to preach the end before I even get started on the beginning. So I need to go back up here at the very first again. Now then, have faith in God who is love. All right, let's go back to Mark chapter 11. Mark 11, 22, Jesus answering said unto them, have faith in love. Huh? Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I, the son of love, say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any, that your Father who is love, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Folks, this, Mark 11, 23, that's a love promise. That's love telling you if it's something you don't desire, cast it into the sea. If it's something you do desire, believe you receive them and you will have them. When you stand praying, forgive because you're using love's faith. So how under the sun could you ever expect the faith that you receive from love himself have the faith of God, the cross references, have the faith of love well, how could you ever plan on it ever working when you're in unforgiveness? <laughs> you got, a, you, you got a, a, a standoff there. Amen. You get one, one thing negating the other. But when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. Oh, brother Coleman. No, no, no. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait just a minute. Don't tune up on me. It's not all that hard to do. It's not a feeling-based decision. It's an obedience-based decision, whether you feel like it or not. I just can't. You 
you mean to tell me God told you something you can't do? Particularly when he's the one that's going to do it for you if you just make the decision and just say it with your mouth. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Now, I want to show you that your words have more power in your life than God's. Now, if you will come to that place and make a decision that his words have more power in your life than your words, then you're going to speak his words. I don't care what you feel. I don't care what your body's trying to tell you. I feel good and I feel fine body. You just get in line. I forgive. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. The commander in chief has commanded me to forgive if I have aught against any. Amen. Amen. To love my neighbor as myself. That's not a suggestion, sweetheart. Those are commandments. I just can't. I know it. Maybe I can't. No, you can't. I can't. No. Why? You've never decided to. The decision is yours. You're going to have to take the time to put your eyes on that book. It's not all that hard to do. It's not a feeling-based decision. It's an obedience-based decision, whether you feel like it or not. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.